Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you like that one? That was a good one. That was a, you know, obviously more musical than, than the last, but yeah, like liked it a lot. A little bit. Uh, Lucas, well, before we get into anything at all today, everyone, all you lovely people, so I want to give you a friendly reminder, you know, if you haven't already, go ahead and uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Let them know how Why much not? you love it, how much you enjoy hanging out with your good buddy, buddies, Matt and Lucas, every week. Remarkably, have released a weekly episode for almost two years straight. Um, wow. Actually, hold up. July You're in half fit. straight? No, I think this is like, this might be our two years right now. <laughs> no, is it our two year anniversary right now? <laughs> it might be. Oh my God. No, dude. No, 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 no. No way. Our first no, no. episode, our trailer dropped July 28th, 2020. Oh, okay. Okay. And so our we're... episode dropped August 5th, 2020. Okay. So okay. we're We're a month away. It. Okay. Man, Kirby is basically right. going to be our two year anniversary, which... I'm wow. pretty okay with that, actually. Yeah, um, I'm cool with that, too. Wow. What a long, strange trip wow. it's been. Yeah, and then after, let's see, it only took until around December time. No, not True. even. We started doing weekly episodes in September. Yeah. And we've been a I weekly right. show. So basically, we've been a weekly show for a year and nine, a year and ten months. Yeah. Will be a, uh, your, a weekly show for two years straight very soon here. Kind of remarkable. Yeah, God, I'd say that's when we actually became a show because I think yeah. that you know we're we're really trying. Obviously, we've had a lot of permutations with uh, "Thanks for Playing" for for the better part of two years, but um, you know, weekly Thursday episodes covering a wide variety of topics. You know, that's that's really what we do now, and um, all of them video game related, like today's topic. But all that started in December or September, so pretty exciting. Gosh. I'm sorry. I'm just still gawking at some of these titles we had back in the day. Love them. Oh. Election Night Sims. That one will. Uh, no one gets you. A, that one gets, you gets really, me every yeah. fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I we're funny. We're, we're funny guys. Uh, every time I see that, it cracks me up. Um, all right, folks. Well, as you're listening to this, I am either over the Atlantic or in Germany. So uh, hit me up on the Discord and ask me what's cracking in Germany. I'll let you know what the. <laughs> how the pretzels are tasting and what's cracking and what's going on. But um, yeah, today we, uh, this is an interesting one. We're going to talk about video game movies and yeah. video game shows and pretty, pretty high level because I mean, you know, it's interesting. If you want to look at the history of video game movies, it can be traced back pretty easily to the 1993 Super Mario Brothers, you know, Super Mario Bros. movie, dude. Um, directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Um, for all accounts, just an awful production to be a part of. Um, Mario, the, their names, I don't know off the top of my head. The actors would actually regularly show up drunk, according to reports, just because they were having such a bad time on set. Apparently, everyone hated each other. Um, the actor that played King Koopa, Dennis Hopper, said, and I quote, it, it was a nightmare, that movie. Uh, it was a husband and wife director team who were both control freaks and they wouldn't talk before they made decisions. 
Now, I was only supposed to be there for five weeks, but I ended up staying there for 17. It was way over budget. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I, I was thinking when I originally told Lucas I wanted to do this topic, my thought was, okay, we're going to make like an in-depth history of video game movies. But I think when you really look at the core of video game movies, all you're really looking at is cash grabs. Attempts I, at cash grabs. I completely agree, dude. You know, I don't think there's um, ever been a very serious attempt. Yeah, I mean, let's just like kind of look through the list here. Um, just this is uh, by chronological, some of the bigger ones that have come out. Uh, obviously, in 93, like I said, there's Super Mario Bros. And that was followed by Double Dragon and Street Fighter. And then Mortal Kombat came out, which I understand was actually a pretty, pretty Mortal Kombat seat. kicks um, ass. The first Mortal Kombat is sick. For sure. That's one of the only ones that was actually like a box office success, right? Yeah, well, because it actually, and I watched it as a kid, you know, growing up on VHS, that movie actually like knows it's silly and is super campy and funny and like is just just silly. It, it's just like it's got the Mortal Kombat theme song in there. Like Goro gets punched in the ball in the balls by Johnny Cage at one point, And like it's hilarious. It's just great. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. And then uh, entering the 2000s, we got um Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Resident Evil. And this just, it seems like this is kind of the era where it's just like, all right, we're going to make so many video game movies, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> we're going to make so much fucking money. It's just the mentality. You know, we got Doom, uh, Alone in the Dark, Silent Hill, um, another Resident Evil, Postal. I'm actually not too familiar with Postal. Um, Me neither. We had a Hitman movie come out, which I think just like with the premise of Hitman probably could have been pretty cool but only got a 9%. Um, so that's a little bit of a bummer there. We moved on to Far Cry, Max Payne. I saw Max Payne in the mm -hmm. theaters. We got into Assassin's Creed at one point. Um, just a lot. And we're in what I'm going to kind of affectionately call the golden area era of, uh, the golden era. <laughs> of video game movies. We got, um, uh, as of 2019, we have Detective Pikachu that came out. Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Monster Hunter, uh, another Mortal Kombat, um, which I didn't have the chance to see, but I think it was an attempt to be actually a bit more, probably not as aware and comedic as the original one. Yeah. Uh, Werewolves Within, and this is interesting, Werewolves Within, Lucas, is actually based off a video game of the same name, Werewolves Within, which is a VR game. I think it's exclusive for the... Okay, no, it's not exclusive, but it's on Rift, Vive, and PlayStation VR. And it's actually, you know, based off of um, a board slash card game you and I both really enjoy called One Night Werewolf. One Night Werewolf. And this movie then came out, um, which just like follows people trying to figure out how their <laughs> townspeople are getting murdered by other by werewolves, apparently trying to identify the werewolves, not a, not really a success by any capacity. As far as box office goes, it had a 6.5 million budget and then box office grossed under less than a million at 937,000. That's rough. But the best part of this, um, if we go off of rotten tomatoes, it was actually the, is the highest rated movie, video game movie of all time. That's pretty good. And if we're going off Metacritic, it is still actually the highest rated video game movie of all time, which is 
pretty remarkable. You know, that just tells you that, you know, critics and just really everyone alike really like this movie, actually, which um, I definitely want to go and take the time to check it out now. Cause I'm, a, I'm a pretty big One Night Werewolves fan, and I know you are as well. Um, yeah. But, Lucas, you know, with all these in mind, I kind of want to pose the question to you. I mean, I, I think it's very telling that there's only one movie on here that's rated above even 70 passable score. Yeah. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes. Right. And there's hardly any that are higher than 60% on Metacritic and beyond cash grabs for you artistically. Do you think there's any, cause you're a film major, you're a film guy. You're the film guy. Come on. Film guy. guy. That's what I do. Beyond studios wanting to make a quick buck and probably tap into lower or um, younger audiences. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we see a Fortnite movie. I guarantee you that's in someone's working on a script somewhere from that. Um, Beyond the cash grabs and the studios just wanting to be hip and young. Is there a reason artistically that we should be engaging these films, that these films should be created or is it better to leave these, these mediums separate and distinct and just, acknowledge that a movie is a movie and a video game is a video game. And that's that no need to intertwine. Yeah. I, or is it the same idea as a book being adapted, right? Should we look at it through that lens? Yeah. Um, obviously people are always going to say like a book is better than the movie. I think always like no matter what people that read the book and then see the movie just always go, yeah, the book had more detail. The book did more. It was better. I think if we go that route with the adaptation, the, the video game is just always going to be better. Right. You're just going to go, oh, you know, the Resident Evil movie was cool, but, you know, the the, the video games are better, whatever. Uh, they don't even follow the same like plot line anymore anyway. But like Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time with Jake Gyllenhaal, 37 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. My parents walked out of that movie like they couldn't even finish <laughs> it in the movie theater. They paid for it and they didn't finish it. The games are great. The games are fun, you know, for the time. Uh, that movie was probably 10 years too late for some reason. Um, I don't know why it came out that late into the life cycle of the game. Um, but that movie was never going to succeed, right? It was just like, it's a kind of a catchy name. They put a big star in it and they just kind of expect it to go well. And the things that make a game really fun, engaging, and really great are not the same things that will make the movie really great. I Mm -hmm. think that people just think that it's a name and an IP that people will flock to go see, but people play Resident Evil because Resident Evil scares them on a game design level. Uh, it scares them with resources, it scares them with jump scares, it scares them with this. It's just, it's not, they're not playing Resident Evil because they want to see a person like shoot up a bunch of zombies and like be an action star or anything like that. So the players that love Resident Evil are not really loving the Resident Evil movies, yet they continue to make them, right? So I don't, I mean, I don't know, I, I, it's clearly a cash grab. It's just a cash grab. <laughs> There's no, the players don't like these I, don't, I certainly don't like them. There's a few exceptions. I know yeah. you don't like these. Uh, and a lot of these we never even really asked for. Who the fuck asked for a Rampage movie in 2018? I want to know. With our buddy Dwayne Johnson. I yeah. want to know. I want to know who said, you know what? Rampage came out 40 years ago. We need a movie. We need to bring it back. <laughs> Get Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, in, in the same way, who asked Joseph Frost to make Brothers, right? You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure where I fall on, on this argument, actually, because I think 
you know, if if recent, if we're going to go by recent history, some of these movies can actually be pretty good. You know, I haven't had a chance to see them, but as a general consensus, I heard both Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 were at least worth watching. Um, I saw Detective Pikachu in theaters. Um, was it incredible? No, not even close. But all things considered, it actually, I thought it adapted a Pokemon world. Um, you know, as well as anything else could have. Um, and then he has something like Werewolves Within, which, I mean, I think you and I have Apparently to have a movie night to check that out now. Yeah. Um, I, I can see this movie becoming like a cult classic, just like how it's talked about. But, you know, I mean, some of these are actually kind of starting to hit the nose, apparently. So it raises a question like, yeah, I mean, should you just play the video game? You know, it's going to be, you know, it's like how we always say right now with, oh, the, the books are better than the movie. It's going to be the video game is better than the movie, right? Um and for all I can tell, that is pretty consistently true. Um, so I'm interested, to, like, maybe if if you actually start to see studios put more effort and more star power into these and really just go for it. And I, and I say star power, and I mean not in the sense that they're just relying on that to get people to come, but in the sense that, like, this is a great script. Now we need a great actor to execute it or actress, right, you know, right. and it has to be done well. Cause I mean, just cause you bring in fucking, I mean, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland and uncharted. I mean, that movie, was it, was it a monetary success? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, you have two of the biggest Tom Holland, one of the biggest young actors in the world and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Those names are themselves. You're going to draw anyone. I mean that the budget was 120 million and the box office was 400.401.7 million. So it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's going to be a success. But when you look at how good of a movie it actually was, it was 41% and then 45 I heard that movie out of was pretty bad. and the Metacritic, which is a bummer because not a bummer that those are that bad, but it's a bummer in general. Cause it almost, it's going to continue incentivizing studios to do like, whatever's culturally relevant in the zeitgeist, just throw on a big name in it and yeah. pray that someone, you know, people come watch it cause they know Tom Holland's in it and he was just in Spider-Man, you know? Totally. And it makes me, I'm optimistic that with the success of stuff like detective Pikachu and song, the hedgehog that they'll do their best to make somewhat faithful adaptations though. I'm concerned they'll see the stuff like uncharted where it's just like, Oh, here's a cool action movie. We'll throw in a couple of big names and boom, like a few few hundred million, right? So it's a, a little bit of cognitive dissonance there for me personally. Uh, I'm just yeah. concerned, you know? And it's the same thing with Marvel movies. Like they're just throwing these big names on these action movies, right? And just praying for the best, ad- adapting from comics. They there will always be an audience that will pay to go see this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the work the work I'm and it's so weird. I don't know where this audience is at. So like the Warcraft movie was a budget of 160 million. So comparable to a Marvel movie, a current modern Marvel movie. Um a lot more than a current Marvel Marvel current Marvel movie, but but up there, right? Its box office was 439. Okay. So it nearly quadrupled, it tripled the amount of money it cost to make. It made that much money, right? Monster Hunter came out. Tomb Raider came out. Rampage 2018. Tomb Raider cost 100 million and box office was 274 million. Rampage was 130 million, box office 428. So it quadrupled its its earnings there. Yeah. But 
like the gamers, like there's no audience of Rampage lovers that are gonna go see this movie for Rampage. They're gonna go see it for The Rock, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're gonna go see Warcraft. I, I don't know who saw this. I don't know how this movie made money. It didn't really have any stars in it. And the World of Warcraft, the Warcraft audience didn't want this movie and it was not even that good. Um, pretty mind blowing. The Uncharted movie, has an audience, I get it. There's probably a lot of people that were just curious to go see it. Like, oh, I love Uncharted, you know, it's popular. It's 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 a good time for this movie to come out. So it makes sense. And it, it had a decent box office there, but you know, according to all these all these metrics, it just wasn't a great movie. I'm just confused, and maybe the audience can tell me if they watch video game movies. Cause I don't know anyone that does. And we're surrounded by gamers all day. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah, the last time I went out of my way to see a video game movie was Detective Pikachu. And that was three years ago. And I have a video game podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. And if I'm not that, the target audience, I'm not sure who is other than kids that beg their mom to go see the Sonic movie or all the 14-year-old girls that want to see Tom Holland in his newest movie, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting in that regard. And kind of backtracking a little bit on the more optimistic side about it, you know, there is a lot of upcoming projects that I think there might be some reason to be excited for, because when you look at them strictly as either movies or TV shows, I think they can very easily fall into that category as far as like games go in a sense, in the sense that they're very cinematic. You know, we have Alan, there's going to be an Alan Wake movie, apparently which I could totally see being like an episodic TV show. Actually, I'm not sure if it's a movie or a TV show. I think it's going to be TV. That'd be cool um, if it's a TV show. There's going to be a God of War television show, a Last of Us HBO show, I believe, and be cool. a Horizon show as well. I'm not sure if it's a movie or a show. I also do think in general that the way for these will be to make it a... I think these are all going to be TV series, actually. I think the move will be to make these TV series going forward and not movies. Because I, I think, you know, uh, I, I think it's fair to say that a video game and a movie is going to have the same issue as a book to movie in the sense that you can't fit everything in. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you think of how long it takes you to read a book, you know, you're ingesting potentially what is like 10 to 15 hours of content of a book. And then with video games, you know, some of these, I mean, you and I just be got a war that took like I don't know, 15 20, 20 hours 20 hours yeah and you can't fit that into a two-hour movie that whole experience you know um so i i think moving more into like an episodic thing will be very good for these and if that means less theatrical releases i'm okay with that i'm happy to sit down and watch uh um you know <laughs> god of war starring whoever hopefully christopher judge yeah um and yeah. i think too but evidence of the halo show um has a 70 percent on rotten tomatoes and a 7 out of 10 on imdb so like not incredible but not the audience bad. the halo audience fanboys do hate that show though they, they do really the fanboys do. do yeah okay yeah but um yeah it's like a pass i think it's a passable because he takes off his helmet doesn't he yeah that really bugged people for some and reason spoiler alert i'm pretty sure he has like sex in the finale or something yeah something Does like he? that which I is like not just, the point of halo <laughs> they took a lot they took a lot of liberties with the character and people got got really upset um yeah 
But I don't know, it's it's really hard to appease your hardcore gamer audience while still crafting something that's very Hollywoody. Yeah. Um, I know video games, we tend to think that they are Hollywood, right? Like the, the, the formula is sort of the same, you know, Kratos has a hero's journey and faces his past and he's a father and a god. It all sounds very Hollywoody, but you can't just mirror what he does and expect it to work, right? You have to like adapt it, you have to truly adapt it. Um, and I definitely think that uh, you're right. These these adaptions going into more of a TV format is probably going to be a good move for a lot of these. Um, I'd much rather watch like a Borderlands series that's like because Borderlands is one of these up and coming ones. Um, I think it might be really interesting to have like a Borderlands TV show that's like explores the world a lot, has like follows the style and the things that make Borderlands the game fun but don't like have to squeeze all the content of a plot into a two hour slot for a movie. I, I could totally imagine a Borderlands movie just having like a really sick Mad Max energy to it. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of that crackhead energy, you know, where it's just like everyone's <laughs> insane. Um, I don't know why, but just on, on my recommended feed the other day, like one of the Witness Me, uh, like the Witness Me clip came up and it's just... It's so fucking metal, you know, just like spraying that chrome paint on your face and just going for it. <laughs> Got to rewatch some Mad Max soon. Sounds fun. That's a good movie, you know, and what a supportive group of bros, you know, you're on your yeah. deathbed. They're like, brother, a Valhalla. It's right there. That's the thing. They're Valhalla believers. Oh, they are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Comes goes all the way back to our, our good Norse Norse themes that we've seen a lot of lately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's uh, about. Uh. But yeah, interestingly I mean, enough, too, we've seen Mad Max games come out as a result of those movies. We, we have, we have. We've seen the yeah. opposite I, happen. I think uh, movies are better adapted for video games than the other way around. I'm not quite sure why. Like, you know, all the James Bond stuff has turned into video games pretty much. And uh, 007 Nightfire was an incredible game for the time. 007 uh, GoldenEye is like a legendary game for some some circles of people. Um, and those are all based off of movies, obviously. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a few examples. Uh, you know what's funny is there's this kind of swing category of um, not movies based on games, but like movies that kind of are games, like Free Guy, right? All right Free Guy is like a movie based on a game, but it's like supposed to be like GTA. It's supposed to be like GTA, right? I, yeah. I think that uh, that's a really cool space that uh, filmmakers and Hollywood should really try to play in more, where you take an original idea that is really resonant with your video game audience, uh, but you're not making, you're not taking an IP and just posting and like pasting the name on it, right? Like Free Guy didn't have any, had references to video games and video game humor in it, but it was a good movie. Like it was like- Free Guy was fun. Yeah, Free Guy was like really solid. Like it was in a, a very original script. Um, it was a cool idea. Uh, it was funny. It had, it had good action. It, it was like everything that you kind of want in like a solid, you know, original action movie, I suppose. Um, and it was a video game movie, but it wasn't based off of a video game, which is, I think, the the space that you got to live in. Like, Rampage could have been a fun monster movie. You could have just taken Rampage off of it and taken more liberties with it and maybe had homages to it or get, do things yeah. that people would understand, but you don't need Rampage the movie. Yeah, some uh, and some other notable video game-centric movies that are not video game IPs directly. We got... <laughs> spy kid spy kids three um yes and then which i've seen insane spy kids 3D. movie love that one growing up uh we got scooby-doo and the cyber chase 
Oh, they're in a video game. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch that one? Uh, yeah, back in the day. That might be my favorite Scooby-Doo movie of all time. Really? Yeah, dude. I, oh, I Zombie Island? Scene. Zombie Island. That's the one with the... That's the live action one, right? No, no. That's the one where it's an animated one where they're on Zombie Island. What's the one where they turn into werewolves? They all turn to werewolves? No, just Scooby and Shaggy, and then they have to like do a race to like become human again. Oh wow, that sounds lit. I don't know. Yeah, how but no, I just remember in the fucking cyber chase one. Well, for one, it has a banger soundtrack. Let's start there. Um, <laughs> so fucking good. Um, and then <laughs> there is also a uh, there's a scene where they're in like some college cafeteria. And, you know, Scooby and Shaggy are just going goblin mode, right? Um, <laughs> all the food. <laughs> like, there's a scene where Shaggy eats a hot dog, but instead of ketchup, he puts, like, whipped cream on it. And I was like, fuck, I got to try that. And, of course, I tried it, and I was like, fuck, this is not good. This is like, horrible. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. That always stuck out to me. And then I remember they did a thing where they would eat French fries and they would just shove their mouth full of French fries. And then they would squirt the ketchup on the fries that are protruding from their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and of course you tried that too. Naturally. Yeah, yeah, I did. I really did. Um, and I probably, I think I might've choked, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Love that. But, um, yeah, so that's a classic. Uh, we got ready player one, which is actually based off of a book, which I highly recommend everyone. check. That's a, that's an interesting one because it's a, it's the books based off of video game of Culture. Video games culture, though, yeah, yeah, and the '80s and stuff. But that's interesting one too because that's that's a book to movie that the overarching plot is the same, but the details are very very different. Like the overarching plot is okay. You have to go through these three trials to get to like find the master Easter egg to earn your spot and you know take over the virtual world basically, and. The trials in the book are much more like not trivia based, but like aren't as cinematic. And then of course the movie took a lot of liberties and like almost all of the almost all of the challenges are changed actually, and it's just way more cinematic, which is mm -hmm. actually I thought it was pretty well done, all things considered. Um Without Spielberg, did. right? <sighs> Let me check, I'm not sure. Wasn't it? Um other other ones we got here, you know, you got Wreck It Ralph which is not based off of a video game directly, but obviously is all about video games and has all these direct references to video games in it, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Pokemon, we want to dive into that? Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. that's such a... That's such a... I feel like it's a can of worms there. Yeah, and you know, I, I should clarify too, when I'm talking about like a lot of these, I'm really leaning more into movies or video games that have gone straight to live action movie with nothing in between, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, Pokemon had a whole established anime to base off of, you know, so I think it had a bit easy more time. And I think in general, it'd be a lot easier for a movie to go or excuse me for a video game to go to like an animated show or a cartoon, however you want to look at it, then, and then do a movie like an animated movie, then for a video game to go straight to live action movie. I think that's a much bigger challenge. Very, yeah, very big leap there. Yeah. yeah, like to just have a Doom video game and then make the Doom movie. That's weird. Um, or the Far Cry movie, which they also made. 
Uh, so funny. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, to, for me, like just kind of having this conversation here and, and just looking through a lot of video game movies that that are off of our list and stuff is I think that the space I like <coughs> the most are probably the movies that are really about games or use like they're video game movies, but they're just not taking an IP and just inventing their own plot. Like Wrecker Ralph is probably the perfect example. Like yeah. Wrecker Ralph is clearly supposed to like, you know, Fix It Felix is clearly supposed to be like a Mario character. Wrecker Ralph is clearly supposed to be like a Bowser character. And they just play in that space really well. It was a good movie. Um, obviously it had like a great demographic and like made a ton of money. But on top of all that, it was an original idea that took already existing ideas and just played with them slightly. Free Guy mm -hmm. did the same thing. And I would rather see my movies do that sort of thing. Um, it, it doesn't feel like, I I just always hate the feeling of being pandered to. I just hate that feeling. And like, I think that like Hollywood is really good at, at like making me feel that way where they're like, oh, here's the Need for Speed movie. Yeah, uh, We yeah. already have a million versions of Fast and Furious, but here's the Need for Speed movie. You want to watch it, right? Because you play Need for Speed. It's like, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's, I don't, actually. Uh, it's, it's a that. little... Uh, is tone deaf the right word? It's tone deaf. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing that's driving like anime adaptions on Netflix of anime. It's like, what about the old thing didn't work like it's like there's nothing about yeah. the old thing that needed to be adapted it's simply to try and widen the net to squeeze more more money out of it and like we already established you know these make money they just make they money do. um i don't see them i don't watch these movies uh so some of y'all out there are perpetuating this and i want you to stop please please don't watch well i heard sonic's pretty good but don't watch the next warcraft movie that comes out because <laughs> they are making a sequel don't watch it it made a yeah. lot of money. It's always going to make a lot of money. I don't think we can uh, <laughs> escape from that, unfortunately. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. And I, I think these things, as long as they keep making money, you know, these will keep being made. It just kind of is what it is, you know. Um, some notable ones that are going to be coming out, you know, there's going to be an Alan Wake TV show, as I mentioned, a Brothers right. in Arms, which I'm actually not familiar with, a Child of Light, also not familiar you know what I would love to see? I don't think it'd be... I think it'd be very, very hard to do well. I would love to see a Hyperlight Drifter Ooh, adaptation. That would be great. Almost be like amazing. solely just silent, but like only music with like text you can't understand just communicated that way. That would you know, be No sick. dialogue. That'd be super interesting. Um, Ooh, yeah. love that. Love that a lot. A fall, maybe, that, maybe that's... Um, Producer Sam's next project. Yeah, love that. Uh, and apparently, an upcoming Final Fantasy live action, um, an upcoming God of War and Horizon live action, as we already discussed. Um, okay, Mass Effect. Pokemon the Final Ego. Fantasy. Yeah. The Final Fantasy one bothers me. And let me just go on a quick rant, real here, real quick here. It doesn't need to be called Final Fantasy unless it's based off of a, a Final Fantasy game plot that exists, yeah. right? Because Final Fantasy is an anthology series anyway that has a different plot every game. So to simply call a movie Final Fantasy, whatever, is just literally buying the name to put it on the thing to get people to watch it. And it's like, like there was a Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie that came out. It was an animated movie. It was probably the first Final Fantasy movie. And I remember being so confused as a kid because I was like, what is this movie has nothing to do with any of the Final Fantasy games I've played. And you yeah. just realize that it's just a completely separate original plot, which is fine if you want to 
know, do a, a cool original story. But if it's based off nothing from a Final Fantasy game, then why are you calling it Final Fantasy? Why don't you just call it some new thing? Um, people are really afraid of doing that. Um, it's it's crazy. But um, Free Guy did it. Wreck-It Ralph did it. You can do it. Um, I will say, just real quick here, I just saw Scott Pilgrim on the list. Great mm-hmm. example of what I was talking about earlier of a movie that's not a video game movie, but is basically a video game movie. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then we got, uh, yeah, Mass Effect. Apparently, is going to be a Pokemon live action show. Um, okay. Twisted Metal show. Um, Last of Us show. Okay. Um, apparently, there's going to be a Sonic spinoff. And here's a fun one. Um, actually, I don't think you'll know this. I know you know I like this anime, I think. But there's going to be a Steinsgate live action TV show. And I think a lot of people might actually think, well, Matt, that's an anime. Why is that on this list? It is an anime. But unlike most anime that come from a manga, this anime was actually derived from, you guessed it, a visual novel. Love it. Game. Which is technically Tell a video them, game. Tell them. It's technically a video game. So very interested. That's personally my favorite anime, one of my favorite animes, right up there with Mob Psycho 100. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming it's going to, it's a Japanese production and I don't think this is going to be totally Americanized whitewashed by Netflix or something. I'm not sure. Actually, I I'm assuming it's a Japanese production. So I'm actually pretty curious to see it because J- Japan actually did a pretty good adaptation way back in the day of a uh, death note, um, in the two thousands. I remember watching it on YouTube, like, you know, just when people used to post TV episodes on YouTube in the mid 2000s when YouTube started. So I'm going to have a tentative optimism for Steins Gate. All right. Yeah. Um, one banger I want to point out, which I haven't watched in years, but Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, mm-hmm. actually a movie based on an actual Final Fantasy game. Um, sick movie. From 2005, I remember actually watching the Japanese version first because the uh, English uh, version wasn't out. So uh, went to Frankenson's brother got the uh, Japanese DVD, uh, you know, put it in the region locked DVD player, whatever we had and um, got to work. And yeah, great movie, uh, really cool music, you know, really great fight scenes and stuff like that. Big continue actual direct continuation off of Final Fantasy seven, the game for those of you that have played Final Fantasy seven. Um, yeah, so definitely watch. If you're going to watch a Final Fantasy movie, definitely watch that one. Yeah, I've just seen like the fight scenes with Sephiroth in it. I haven't really seen much else. Um, but yeah, I know I know that's well received. I really hope they at some point do some sort of Kingdom Hearts movie, whether it's live action or animated. I think that'd be pretty funny. And they can actually get Haley Joel Osment to play Sora. That'd be funny. Ooh, that'd, that'd be, be very funny. funny. I, I would rather... <laughs> would you prefer like just animated stuff in general for video game adapted movies or do you think the live action is just where we it just just makes more sense or what do you think in general for adaptations yeah i think it's a lot easier to make a good animated adaptation than it is to make a a live action adaptation i mean just look at arcane you know if they tried to make that live action, I guarantee you, it just would have sucked. Because you do, I mean, it's the same reason that anime itself is such a great medium. It can exist alongside, or any animated show, whether it's anime or cartoons, can exist next to live action shows, is because 
it can do things with that kind of medium that you can't do in live action. I mean, it's going to be a lot right. easier to animate. I mean, fuck, I don't know what's a... It'd be a lot easier to make a really, really good Titanfall animated show or to make a really, really good... I don't know, any video game that we've played fucking Cuphead show. Oh, that oh well, that already happened. So. That already happened, yeah. and it's good. I watched a bit of it. Then to make that stuff live action, so... Yeah. Would you be uh, upset if they did a live action Kingdom Hearts? In other words, is that... Would you be like, okay, come on, why didn't you make that animated? Right? Because I feel like a lot of stuff on our list could have just been animated. And it, it would depend who's better. behind it for me. Um, I think that's what I would care about most, you know? Is mm-hmm. like, is this person behind it good or not? Um, like, like, is this clearly a cash grab, you know, or is um, Tetsuya Nomura like directing this? Right. Um, I would watch it either way, just because <laughs> I've unofficially sold my soul to Kingdom Hearts. They can keep making those games until I die, and I'll just <laughs> keep buying them, keep playing them. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. Where else can you find Donald Duck and Goofy tearing up? No, no, I can't. No, I, right? yeah, no, I, I'm not. I'm not against. I'm just. It. I I'm, just I know, I'm just justifying to myself right now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like nobody said anything. You're like, I mean, come on. It's <laughs> sick. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd watch whatever they come out with for something like that. You know, in the same way, I'd I'll watch God of War because I'm I'm very interested to see how that'll turn out. Um, yeah, and you know, I, I one last kind of thing I want to postulate about the video game movie debate just for all of our listeners is, you know, wh- what do we do when the lines start to blur? You know, what do you do when you have something like Bandersnatch and then something like Until Dawn or Detroit Become Human? At what point is it a movie and at what point or what point is it a interactive movie and not a video game, right? You know, I think those lines, those are questions that will be asked more in the future as these kind of things become more popular, especially with a game, you know, like, uh, like, um, what's the word banner or a movie like Bandersnatch or a TV show. No, it's a movie technically um, yeah. Bandersnatch, which if you're not familiar with was the black mirror episode, which is um, kind of like a choose your own adventure. Um, not so much like how until dawn or, or um, heavy rain would have been where there's quick time events, but more so like a choose your own adventure goosebumps kind of book where you're presented with a path path and two to by not by, by an area, but two different choices you can take. And, you know, I think the question that'll be interesting going forward is at what point does something like Bandersnatch, at what point is it not an interactive movie and is it a video, is it a video game? And then at what point is Until Dawn or Heavy Rain or Detroit Become Human, at what point is that not a video game and is that an interactive movie? You know, where do we blend those lines? You know, is it simply because it's, is it simply because it's one's live action and one isn't? Well, okay. Um, You know, Advent Children is by all accounts a movie as is Mortal Kombat, you know? At what mm-hmm. point do we blur those together truly, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that'll sure. be interesting to see. And I have a feeling, too, that that might become more popular in the future. Um, just, I, I, I think a lot of people enjoy the agency those kind of games give you. Um, so I'll be interested to see how that yeah. shakes out. And, I mean, I love that kind of stuff personally. So I'm going to remain, you know, 
cautiously I, uh, optimistic for it. I'll all. take it a, a step further. Even you know a lot of like what um, Epic's doing with like the Unreal Engine. A lot of Unreal Engine four and now Unreal Engine five is being used for special effects in movies for like animated characters, virtual sets on green screens and stuff like that. And like, I mean, I just think the the engine maybe Unreal Engine six or seven is just going to be so real looking that movies are going to be made. You know, like virtually half the movie is going to be just on like virtual sets, blue screens and green screens through Unreal. Characters will be completely in Unreal. And like, you know, those can be technically interacted with where like, you know, they literally can just like turn them on or off or make adjustments. Like the audience would be able to interact in new and unique ways to those movies that are created with Unreal. And like the lines are seriously going to get blurred from a medium like tech standpoint. You know, I mean, just to emphasize that to Lucas, did you see the demonstration of Unreal Engine five where it's like a subway or like a train oh, station? No, I don't think I did. I just sent you a video really quickly. Pull it up and watch it. I'll, I'll talk about it while you're watching okay, it. Go it. to it's the the seventh segment or it's number seven in the countdown on this video. It is remarkable. It is a like video of a train station and it looks totally real but it is actually made in Unreal Engine uh, 5. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Man, this stuff is insane. The wow. realism drops a little bit when it switches tonight. You can tell a little bit more, in my opinion, that it's a game or an, a game engine, I should say. But it's just kind of remarkable how good some of this stuff looks now. Uh, wow. And yeah, very interested to see how much more they can continue to bridge that gap between you know, being able to tear, tell apart a game engine and real life. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the degree of interactivity we'll be able to have in those movies because of the fact they're built in video game engines that can be in interacted with, right? Very, yeah. very easily. So that'll be interesting, man. I think video game movie will stop being like an adaptation and it will simply be like, oh, this is a kind of half half, or this is like this new thing where, you know, this is a movie that, yeah, it's just made to be interacted with, or this is a video game that's basically a movie. It's, it's, the lines are going to get kind of blurred. I think that's that's a really cool prediction you're 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 predicting right there. But I, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Excited to see it going forward, absolutely. And um, whenever it happens, you can come back to this episode. Thanks for playing, and you can uh, we say uh, it. say thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right, Lucas, anything else you wanted to touch on today with this? Uh, no, that was, uh, I think that was all we had. Um, you know, I know uh, we've been wanting to talk about video game movies. Oh, credit to um, uh, Mickey Teals in the uh, Discord. He actually had suggested this previously in uh, one of the channels, I think, on our Discord server about video game movie or video game adaptations and things like that. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Although it might have been anime adaptations that he suggested either way thank you for the idea uh teals really appreciate it we love teals aka hot mickey <laughs> all right everyone um yeah as always again you can find us online at tfe podcast that's at tfe podcast with an s at the end on twitter instagram and tiktok uh as well you can uh shoot us an email explain pod at gmail.com or you can uh find our website thanks for playing live and you can find me on twitter at good idea matthew and lucas where can the lovely people find you you can find me on instagram at good idea lucas or you could find me on discord in our server um hit me up you know let's talk about magic league 
you know, talking about how video games could become movies pretty soon or movies are going to become video games. That's weird. Uh, let's talk about it. Love it. Uh, yeah. And again, the Discord link is in our link trees or you can find it on our website or email us and I'll gladly send it to you personally. Or if you can find it in my Twitter bio now, I just added it uh, earlier here. Uh, all right, everyone. This has been Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scoobity-bop. Thanks for playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Royal Call Bunch and Red Circle 